and 960thebull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960 The Bull. CBS Sports Radio. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. Uh, if you missed our first hour, you missed a heck of a first hour. We had the best player in college baseball right now joined us uh and paul skeens from lenore uh, from lenore of uh, lenore community college wish they had him uh from lsu uh joining us live from baton rouge or not live but, dude i've been up since 4 30 we didn't get in bed until 12 30 last night dude you're, you're gonna give you're gonna cut me a little bit of slack this morning right oh absolutely i hope you do the same for me <laughs> dude it's it's been gotta tell you man you look sharp though okay you, thank you, you. You're, you're if here. only people could see <laughs> there you go in your, in your brian hanks show uh yeah. quarter zip you look sweet dude but uh listen if you missed the first hour go to brianhanks.com Go, uh, you can listen to our replay on 960 The Bull, 960 AM at 3 o'clock, or on 252 ESPN, 107.5 FM in uh, Greenville, 107.5 in Wilson. And uh, you can hear uh, Paul Skeen, uh, Scott Whittington, and myself. Uh, we go over the uh, – and uh, Junior Smith III, can't believe I didn't even mention him. Junior Smith III, too, had a power-packed first hour. But let me tell you something. It's this baseball second, season. It is baseball season. It's Wood Ducks Wednesday. It's We're our back, first. Baby. We are back, baby. It's our first Wood Ducks Wednesday of the 2023 season. And I uh, couldn't start it any other way than to have uh, John Clemens, the general manager of the Down East Wood Ducks, joining me here in our plush, well lit studio here on uh, Whitehall Drive. And man, I'm trying to think the last time. I guess I can look it up, see the last time you were on, but. A lot of changes have happened uh, in this offseason there, John Clemens. Oh, we should let people know, too, here in about 10 minutes or so, the biggest fan of the show, I'm the biggest fan of him. <laughs> He's the biggest fan of the Down East Wood Ducks. Uh, some, do you know some guy named Greg Clemens? Are you familiar with him? Yeah, middle name Legend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he will be joining us live on our uh, Spence Automotive guest line. Uh, we're going to be giving him a call and uh, and chatting with him uh, and just talking about a bunch of stuff there too. Now, Scott Whittington told me I'm supposed to pick on him. Maybe not you so much, but I'm supposed to pick on Greg uh, on your pops a little bit about uh, – about that ECU 13 to nine win last night in Greenville. Yeah, rightfully so. It it seemed like ECU brought their bats and uh, just pounded the baseball last night. So. They did for sure. You guys pounded the baseball last night. You had the University of Mount Olive in for the uh, annual exhibition that Tuesday night. Usually it's a Monday night Tuesday night game, but it was Tuesday night this yeah. year against UMO. We're going to talk about that in a minute. We're going to talk about the upcoming season. We're going to talk about a. We've got a whole new. Uh, field uh, management team this year. Uh, I don't know how much interaction you've had with them just being in town for a couple of days, but wanted to talk about that. But uh, before all of that, I, you know, you and I, we worked. I've worked for you for uh, five years. I'm out. I'm out of the booth, man. I'm in section five. Sitting it's going to be a little weird. It is, but I'm looking forward to it, though, yeah. dude. You know, sit back, there, relax, have a have a, a beverage, a drink, eat a hot dog. You try know, our new pretzel bites that are really good. Wait, so what? good. Yeah, little pretzel bites. Dip them in some cheese or honey mustard. Oh, so good. Well, I can't wait for tomorrow night. I already couldn't wait for tomorrow night. Now I really can't wait for tomorrow night. But if you don't mind me, and I ask you before we started here, if you mind if I brought it up, but, and you're, you're a, a person that doesn't, and I like this about you. You're very humble. You're not a, Hey, everybody look at me kind of thing, but, uh, you had a pretty big, uh, life experience in this off season. Why don't you tell us what happened there? Yeah. So back in November, uh, 
my my wife and I now uh, ended up running off and getting married uh, down on the the beaches of South Carolina and just made it the two of us and it was an incredible experience and one I'll never forget and uh, it was a good way to spend the off season uh, just the two of us getting away and uh, never forget it and it's it definitely changes your perspective on you know not only work but personal life and you know you're you're batting for the whole team. You're not just batting <laughs> for yourself anymore. So it's uh it's awesome, man. I I wouldn't change it and um, you know, looking forward to everything life has to come at us. So the previous offseason, Janelle Bullock became Janelle Fitch. Yeah. Now this offseason, you get married. I mean, what's next? Is uh Shane Albee gonna get married now or Yeah, it'd be awesome. <laughs> I don't know who would PA his his wedding. Maybe you, but Heck, I'd step in and PA as well his wedding. That's that's that for sure. So hey, life changed at all. I mean, you go for because you guys have dated for a while, right? Yeah, we dated uh, since 2014. I was in Asheville. She was here. Wow. Yeah, we commuted back and forth the roads of um, 40 for you know three and a half years, and um, I remember running the half marathon, Mother Earth half marathon, in 2015, and she ran it with me. And we finished the race, and we looked around and kind of took it all in. It was nostalgic because I grew up, you know, coming to Indians games. And she said, John, do you think there's a chance that you'd ever, you know, work here if a team came here? And I said, no, it's not going to happen. Like, little did I know, a year later to date, there's a team startup in, in Kinston. And, you know, Wade and I are, and Janelle are basically opening the gates together and, you know, Never say no or never say it's not going to happen because God will prove you wrong pretty quick. So, yeah, pretty pretty amazing that it, it all worked out. And uh, life is, is busier. It's more hectic. But, you know, you have a teammate now, and it's someone you can count on through all the ups and downs. And um, I'm very thankful and blessed to have her because probably wouldn't be who I am right now with, without her support. Well, Congratulations. Thank you. Big time. Thank you very and much. I didn't realize it had been that long. I was thinking it was like in the 2017 window since you guys have been dating, but goodness gracious, dude. Nine years, man. Well, yeah. I guess eight years uh, when you married her, but uh, dude, congratulations, man. Thank you. I don't think... Marriage, lo- marriage looks good on you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> I wore my hat to hide the gray hairs, but <laughs> no, it's been great. Um, I don't think uh, people realize, and, and I'm sure you do, because working in sports and understanding the dynamics of it. You never turn it off. Like what does she do? She works over at the VA clinic in Greenville. Uh, She's a physical therapist and orthopedic specialist. She is the brains in the family and, and, and the beauty. So I'm just kind of, <laughs> well, the guy. I'll give you the beauty part, but you're a pretty smart guy yourself though, dude. Don't, don't Not dis- compared to her. D- despite the NC state education. <laughs> I mean, no. It was free. I mean. <laughs> there you go. There you go. We've got John Clemens joining us. Hey, how's Wade doing? Uh, Wade, we're going to try to get him on here on the show. In the yeah, next Wade's few doing weeks. great. You better catch him. Uh, he's in town for a couple of days, and um, we started the new food and beverage company through Rev Entertainment. So they'll they're up and running as of last night, and uh, he came to check in and um, was texting a little bit last night as he was on the way down, and uh, so I told him he was next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. John Clemens joining us here, the general manager of the Down East Wood Ducks. And, uh, man, just an exciting season. What was the crowd like last night? And I apologize. That was my birthday present from uh, Linda was the 
Hurricanes tickets that's last right. night. So that's the reason I wasn't there last night or I would have. In fact, she bought those, what, back in January, I guess, or whatever. So not thinking that, you know, I mean, she looked at the calendar and, you know, we weren't starting the games till April 8th. Didn't, we didn't even think about the, uh, the the exhibition game, but what what was that like last night? What is what was the crowd like? What was it what was it like for the first time in what five six months to have uh, have a crowd in historic venerable old uh, Ranger Stadium last night? It felt really good just to see the people come in, buy the new merchandise, you know, taste the new concession food, and uh, crowd was a couple hundred in the ballpark. Yeah. Warm bodies to be expected um, early on. Um, gearing up for opening day. So I'm um, just excited, you know, all the signage is being implemented and uh, getting our season ticket stickers up and making sure the ballpark's ready to go for Thursday. And um, overall good. The team played really well. Uh, started off a little slow. Um, Mount Olive came out of the gates and hit a home run right out of the first inning. So wow. That kind of woke everybody up, to say the least. And, uh you know, our bats came around, a lot of singles, a um, couple triples. Um, overall, they played really well. Well, Shane Albee will be joining us tomorrow morning, uh, as he always does on Thursday mornings. His voice of University of Mount Olive. The new voice of the Downey's Woodlakes. How my boy do last night? Oh, uh, he's solid. Yeah, yeah you, you, you filled a good one. But yeah. let me tell you, I got a story for you, and it's Uh-oh. never, never, ever happened to me before a game. It's happened in a game, uh, which is a completely different dynamic, but – you know, it's 5 o'clock, and, uh, you know, we're walking the ballpark. Gates are open. Everything's up and running. And uh, Steven hits the, the light switch, and all of a sudden you hear a big boom. And anytime you hear that, it's like something something happened. So walk over to the pavilion and kind of investigating and get a call from Steven. He says, John, lights didn't come on. Sure enough, he was right. Only three poles there's about 10 poles out yeah. there. Only three came on, and it's 5-15. Game starts at 6. That's uh, not good. Yeah. Um, and so I, I get up with Rob Watt, the coach of UMO, and the umpires, and, and, and Maldonado, our manager, and just told him kind of what we were experiencing. And um, sure enough, praise God to the city of Kinston Electric <laughs> Company, uh, made a quick phone call, and they were out less than five minutes and they had a guy up and down by 545 we actually started at 545 just in case we didn't have the lights and uh, they had it up and going that is awesome yeah i couldn't (laughs) believe it so what happened just blew a fuse or i don't know what so i asked them for the dummy down version because (laughs) i i don't speak electricity um but they basically said that possibly a squirrel or a bird got up in the box (laughs) and triggered the oil switch uh-huh. uh i guess an oil switch went bad and it caused one of the um parts to to malfunction and sure enough they got it up and up and out pretty quick dude that is awesome so did, did we see a carcass no no carcasses <laughs> uh, no not this time thank god but um yeah they got it fixed pretty quick Dude, that is awesome. And listen, once upon a time, and not in the time that you've lived here, but I've been here 20 years, but I'm telling you, in the middle of the 2000s, that decade, maybe even to the end of the 2000s, I mean, our power company had a pretty bad reputation around here. I'm talking about the city of Kenston. Not so anymore, man. I mean, think about the big storms we've had come through yeah. in the past couple of years, and surrounding cities are, you know, or surrounding power grids are out, 90% out, and 
we haven't lost power. I can't. I better. Yeah, you know, you talk about teasing God here. Look, tell him what I'm doing. Yeah, knocking, baby. I am knocking on wood because I, I don't, you don't need to tease uh, tease God with this stuff. But but we got to give him credit where credit is due. And, I mean, the great job that Rhonda Barwick and the city of Kenson have done over the past oh, couple Rhonda's of years. great. Oh, she's, she's amazing. She's amazing. But uh, just we're, we're very honored. And, hey, they're not a sponsor. I'm not sucking up to them. I'm just telling the truth. I mean, they have. it's been really good the last couple of storms we've had. Yeah, they make it happen with, when nobody's watching, which is, yep. is what you can count on. I mean, without me telling that story, nobody really knows. But it's just one of those things that you got to give them praise for what they do. Absolutely. That voice you're listening to, that's John Clemens. He is the uh, general manager of the Down East Wood Ducks, and we've got so much to talk about. We're going to get his uh, pops up here on the air here in just a couple of moments. But before we do that, and I tell you what, we've got, well, we'll talk to him for about 10 minutes or so, then we've got all this stuff. I want to talk about promotions. I want to talk a little bit about this team that's on the field this year. I know you've got some thoughts on that too. But before we do that, let's thank UNC Lenore Healthcare. They are the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. Nestled in the uh, ooh, Shane uh, is listening right now. He said it knocked the uh, video board out too. It sure did. Yeah. So wow! So all the lights and the video board and everything. The IT in the pavilion. Yeah. Wow, that is crazy. Okay, uh, Shane's listening right now. How about hey, that? Hey, Shane. Good morning. There you, go. there you go. Hey, thank you to UNC Lenore Healthcare, the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. Nestled in the heart of Lenore County, right here in Kenston, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of uh, specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kinston for all your health care needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit the comprehensive website at unclenore.org. Uh, and again, thank you so much to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. By golly, we don't just have you one big interview. We've got uh, John Clemens, or as his father calls him, Jonathan Clemens, yeah. uh, sitting across from me right now. We got the man himself. First time making his debut here on the Brian Hanks show, Greg Clemens. Uh, are you, you're at Carteret, Carteret County right now, aren't you, Greg? No, uh, uh, Swansburg's in Oslo County, but oh, I'm pleased oh, oh. to talk to you from uh, my plush, well-lit Wolfpack room here in Swansburg overlooking Benita Lane. and uh, It's a little foggy out here, a little froggy. It's the same thing here, too. Greg Clemens, who we've talked about for, I don't even know, this is our 835th episode of the show here, John. I bet you we've talked about him in five or 600 of our episodes, okay? I At mean, least. he's he is uh, our, a faithful listener. He is a good guy. He'll tell me when we've been knocked off the air. If he disagrees with something that I say, he'll send in a thought. He is the biggest advocate for Wood Ducks Wednesdays. He thought Wood Ducks Wednesdays should have started a couple weeks ago, John. Uh, may not have been wrong on that. <laughs> there you go. But it is. It's our first Wood Ducks Wednesday of the season. And uh, just very excited to have uh, you join us this morning, too, Mr. Clements. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, good morning, fellas. Good morning, Pops. <laughs> there you go. Hey, Pop. Oh, uh, before we start, and please don't hang up when I say this, Greg, but I have a message from Scott Whittington, okay? Go ahead. I, I'm <laughs> 
But Ooh. I got a message back for, to uh, Sweet Tea, too, so don't worry. <laughs> I'm loaded. I'm well, loaded. Well, he wanted me to tell you, Arg. He said you would know what he means. Yeah. Uh, and last night as I was watching the game, I kept hoping that he, that uh, Godwin would send out his field goal kicker, but uh, he never did. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he kept loading the bat. So that's, that's baseball, you know. That's. That's what we say around here. That's baseball. That is. It really is. And uh, and I wasn't even there last night. As I've said a couple of times, I was up in Raleigh at the uh, Hurricanes game. I missed the first game of uh, the Wood Ducks this season. I missed that game. They wanted me to work it, but I wasn't able to make it. Listen, Mr. Clemens, the main reason I wanted to have you on uh, for, for various reasons, you're, you're, you're such a, you've been such a supporter of this show and we love you to death here at the Brian Hank show and 960 the bull and all that. But I wanted you, and yes, I'm going to make, uh, Jonathan over here, uh, blush a little bit, but I wanted you to brag on your son a little bit and just uh, tell us a story or two about young John Clemens growing up in Swansboro and being a, uh, now he was a pirate, right? For, uh, the Swansboro pirates. Uh, tell That's, us a little, tell us a little bit about, uh, young John, uh, young Jonathan Clemens over here when he was growing up. Well, he, he's heard this, he's heard me tell this story many times, but, uh, when he was about nine or 10 years old, we, we started going to, uh, Kenson Indian games and, uh, really enjoying ourselves. And, uh, one game, there was a, a gentleman that uh, kept walking up and down, up and down the concourse. And, uh, he said, he said, Dad, who, who is that? I said, well, that's North Johnson. I said, he's the general manager of the, the Kinston Indians. He said, uh, he said, you know what? When I, when I get, when I grow up, I, that's what I want to do. I want to be a general manager of a minor league baseball team. I said, well, buddy, I said, if that's going to happen, you're going to have to go to college and you're going to have to major in something that will relate to, uh, uh, minor league baseball or baseball or sports, and uh, you're going to have to make good grades because they're not going to hire anybody that uh, is not making good grades. Well, by by golly, that's what he did. He was a park scholar at NC State University. He didn't major in one thing. He didn't major in two things. He majored in three things. Financial management, minor in Minor in Spanish, Brian. Now get that. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Minor in Spanish. I saw he. I saw he gone off the rails. And and minor in sports management. I said, son, why are you doing that? Well, think about it, Dad. He said, how many players in the minor leagues are Spanish speaking? I said, well, you got me there. So he he was very successful in uh, getting a job with the Carolina Mudcats. Then he went to uh, Asheville, worked with them for six years, had the experience of working with Russell Wilson. Uh, that was truly a, a, a blessing because I know he had enjoyed that four or five months that he was around Russell because Russell was high-quality individual. And uh, then, like he said earlier in, in uh, talking with you, he uh, – Traveled the roads back and forth, uh, chasing a woman, or the woman was chasing him, <laughs> and uh, he ended up in Kenton. And uh, uh, Mama, Miss Nancy, and I are very happy that he's in Kenton. I got to tell you, uh, you sound like a proud pop over there, Mister Clemens. Oh, very proud, and and 
I tell you what, he don't he don't uh, brag, he don't boast, but uh, I'm very proud to be called John Clemens' dad. That's that's for sure, and uh, because he's very humble, he puts his nose to the grindstone, and he can work out solutions to problems, as he's already alluded to with the let electrical a light system there at Granger Stadium. So he he's not he's not a boaster. He's he's a worker. And uh if you want to make something happen, he can make it happen. Well, I tell you what, I, I can tell you this from already the awards that he's won here in Kinston in the short amount of time that he's been here and the leadership that he's shown and uh not I mean it would be easy to, you know, just kind of fade into the fabric. But, I mean, you really have. You've made such an impact. I mean, with Rotary here in uh, Kinston, with other things that you've done. Uh, again, uh, you were the young young professional of the year, right, uh, a couple of years ago. And I know that was a proud moment for you, Mr. Clemens. But it was also uh, – I'm, I'm good friends with Tammy Kelly, who I know both of you know very well, and especially you, Mr. Clemens. You know uh, yep. Miss Tammy very, very well, and I love her to death. And, I got to tell you, she loves her some. She calls you Jonathan also. I mean, there's, a, does, yeah. there's a limited amount of people because we're used to you being John, J-O-N, John Clemens. But uh, when I talk to your pops, he's always like, it's always Jonathan. And I think he's talking about my Jonathan, Jonathan Massey, but yeah. he's talking about you. Tammy's the same way. But uh, you guys had quite a relationship growing up, didn't you? I mean, she's known you since you were a child, too. Yeah, since I was born. She probably changed the diaper of mine at the <laughs> office when him, her and my dad worked together. Well, uh, you know what? I kind of want to ask you, and I promise we're going to, I promise you, I know you're uncomfortable with this because we're talking about John Clemens right now and not talking weird. about the Down East <laughs> Wood Ducks, but I would love for you to just speak to that story that your pops just told us about, uh, you know, being at a Kenson Indians game and seeing North Johnson, who, by the way, I was texting with yesterday, I just to show you how ironic life is or whatever. He said, Hey, I can't wait to see you Saturday at the game. I'm like, we're going to the Outer Banks. We're going on vacation on Saturday, so I'm not going to see him. But he's going to be in town. Yes. you got to get a picture with him, okay? Or do you already have one? I, I don't think I do. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to tell Janelle, or somebody needs to get a picture of you and North together. They really do. Yeah, it's, I actually wrote him an email when I was in high school. Uh, it was for a, a project, you know, kind of like, what do you want to be in 10 years project? Yeah. And I wrote him an email, and, and I didn't think he would respond, like – I mean, the guy's the general manager. He's got a thousand things going on in his brain. But sure enough, he actually responded and uh, just proves what kind of person he is. And that that kind of, in my mind, that's what triggered. Like, kind of spurred you on. Or yeah, whatever. it was yeah. like the motivation to like, yeah, I can actually do this. You yeah. know, if you know, I got people on my side and rooting for me. And, you know, I'm, I'm the next generation of to what's to come and, you know, kind of cool whenever he comes to town and talk to him and we don't have a close close relationship but i mean he takes time to to talk and if i ever have any issues or want to talk about something solve a problem i think i would he'll he'll talk to me and someone who was here for what i think close to 25 years 25. as the uh as the uh, general manager here that is so awesome well uh i tell you what we've got you here for another minute or two mr clemens uh uh I got to tell you, Linda and I cannot wait to be sitting behind you this year in Section 5, and we're going to try to keep up with how much popcorn I throw in your hat or in your hair all year, okay? Yeah, we'll, we'll, be, <laughs> be, we'll be ready for you. And, uh, you know, you can help me call balls and strikes. 
<laughs> well, you know, Danny Rice got the seats right beside me. So not only do you have Nancy and I sitting behind you, you've got uh, Danny and Johnny Rice sitting behind you too. Well, that's that's all right. The more the merrier. But uh, you know, I ain't Johnson to tell you, I I've never missed a call on the field. <laughs> never. What are you anticipating before we uh, before we let you go and before we jump into the same subject with John over here? What what kind of season are you anticipating this year, Mister Clements? Uh, if we don't make the championship, uh, uh, playoff spot, I'd be highly disappointed. After last night's score, you know, the Shane Albee show was taking over. I, I thought, man, they jumped out on us like East Carolina's jumping on my wolf pack. But to put up 12 runs or more, that was, that was impressive. And I, I talked to a, a little bird after the while the game was going on, he said, he said, Pops, we got some hitters. We got some hitters. <laughs> Wait a minute. I so, think I know who the little bird is if he called you Pops, okay? A little duck. Yeah. <laughs> a little duck. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Quack, quack. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Listen, Mr. But I, I do. I, I'm, expecting a, I'm expecting a real good season. And uh, I want to challenge people out there. I got season tickets, had them for five years. Go to over 75% of the games, drive two hours and 20 minutes uh, round trip. I want to see people from Kenton, Wilson, yep. Goldsboro, Greenville, Newburn. If I can do it, they can do it. They're right. They're a whole lot closer to me. And uh, I want to see more people in the stands. That's one thing I want to see. Amen. My brother, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And, you know, we remember the dark times and I'm including you, Mr. Clemens, uh, maybe not you, John, since you were in Asheville at the time, but, Man, that 2012 to 2016, that five years there were were awful. I mean, they really were. Now, we had Freedom Classic every year, but uh, those were dark times without baseball here in Kinston. And we've just got to remember that. I'm talking about the Kinston folks now who who lived here and all that. We remember how bad it was. Let's, let's, let's support this team. That's what we need to do, and I like what you said there, Mr. Clemens. Listen, thank you so much. I can't wait to see you tomorrow night for opening night. And uh, we we get it. We're gonna have to get a picture with us uh, with a field behind us tomorrow. What do you think? Sounds good, buddy. Sounds good. And uh, Johnson, you have a real good day today. And I'll see you tomorrow. And I'll see Brian and all his uh, East Carolina cronies. And uh, <laughs> you know, we'll happen. We'll, we'll make it happen. Go Wood Duck. Hey, regardless of me being a Wahoo and you being a Wolfie and. Scott, you know, uh, Sweet Pea, as you call him, being a, a pirate and everybody else and all their affiliations. By God, tomorrow night, we're all wood we're ducks. We're all wood ducks. We're all wood ducks, and we're all hoping Don Trent styles end up as a wolfpack. <laughs> How about that, Brian? I, hey, Mr. Clemens, <laughs> i got to tell you, that's where <laughs> I think he's leaning. And I don't know any more than you two know that I'm talking to right now, but I really do. I know he loves uh, Kevin Keats. He mentioned it yesterday on the show. And uh, if if I had to put money down on it right now, and again, John and Mr. Clemens, I have no inside knowledge. I really think it's NC State. I, I think sure hope comes so. I, let's see what Georgetown, because he travels yeah. to D.C. Today. Uh, yeah, today he's going to be up there tomorrow for the visit. And then he's going to come back to town and uh, make a decision. But unless Georgetown just dazzles him, I really do think it's State. I really do. Uh, Jonathan. Jonathan, I understand that uh, if Dontrez ends up at stake, that 
me and you and a good friend of ours might be sitting front row. Yeah, so, possibly. I, I got to tell you, if he ends up at state or it, I, I'd say uh, Greenville's a good. Uh, if I had to put percentages, I'd say right now it's probably sixty percent. Uh, state is probably thirty percent ECU, and then the other ten percent all these other schools, uh, South Carolina, Georgetown. I still think Clemson's in there for a little bit. Uh, but, uh, yeah, wherever he ends up, oh, I'm, I may even get season tickets next year if he ends up at state. I'm serious. Well, he's a good kid, so I'd, I'd love to have him. Absolutely. Mr. Clements, thank you so much for joining us, sir. Y'all have a great day. See you we'll see you tomorrow night. Bye-bye. There you go. And uh, I have run us up against the clock here. We really only have about three or four more minutes. Tell you what, can we do this uh, since we're up against the clock? Can you come back next week? Yeah. Next yeah, Wednesday, sure. and yeah. I know they'll be out of town next week, and that'd be you having to get up really early on an off. Well, no, not next week. What am I talking about? I'm going to be in the Outer Banks next week. Maybe we'll do that two weeks from uh, uh, today on the 19th because we good. will be back in town that week. So. Yeah, we have a jam-packed schedule of promotions. So let's hit to- let's hit that real quick. That's the one thing before we get out of here. Uh, tomorrow night, opening night, you opening guys have night, a- magnet giveaway, fireworks. Uh, Friday night, we're doing a koozie, a jersey-style koozie giveaway. It looks really sharp. Um, put your cold beverages in it. And then on uh, Saturday, uh, Minji's Pepsi Bottling Group uh, sponsored our Kinston-themed uh, uh, retro jersey. City edition type jersey. City edition, yeah. yeah it's it's awesome. Um, all the 252 folks out there is planted on the sleeve. Kinston across the chest. It, it's clean. It came in yesterday. I'm pretty excited about that one. So five jersey giveaways, a couple hats. Five. five You're yeah. lucky in a season. And I'm not talking about just the Woodducks. Because you guys have been so generous through the years of giving away these jerseys. But you're lucky in most minor league, if you get two jerseys a year, three jerseys a year. We get five this year. Yeah, it's, it's quite a bit, but they're awesome. Yeah. I mean – Fans love them. We love them. Oh, yeah. You know, like, you got to do them. We got seven fireworks shows, um, nightly promotions. Like, it's it's going to be an awesome year. It is going to be an awesome year. And just so excited. Again, opening day tomorrow. And I like what your pop said there. We need to support this team. We really do. And I, I'm not just saying that because you're sitting here across from me. I've said this for years that uh, – People, long-time Kinstonians, we we remember those dark days, and I'm and I'm being sincere when I say that. 2012, 13, 14, 15, 16 seasons when we didn't have baseball here, and if you wanted to see minor league baseball, you had to travel. Well, I wouldn't go to Zebulon because you know how I feel I about the Carolina Mudcats, but but I would go up to Durham, you know, and I would just sit there and almost cry. And then when you guys came back and just the hard work it took that Bill Ellis did and that Tony Sears did and that B.J. Murphy did to to get the team back here. And I just – that is going to be my mission this year. My mission is I want you guys to average 2,500 fans a game this year. That'd be solid. And I know that's out that, – that's probably the upper, but I don't see why we can't. We yeah. need to get the fans out there to support it. I mean, and I put my money where my mouth is. Sure I don't did. work for you anymore. Sure I bought season tickets, yep. you know. I mean, I like my little, by the way, you should tell people this too. I didn't even realize this until I picked up my season tickets. And this is a talk about a positive. I got a sweet little 15% off, uh, uh, card for the team store. Yeah. A little added perk. I didn't know that. that Yeah. Come in early on giveaway nights. That is awesome. So, yeah. like, tomorrow night, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do, like, the pimp walk, you know, walking in. Slide in, into, in the side <laughs> gate. <laughs> exactly, to the side gate. There. When there's a big, long line for everybody else to get in, I'm just going to blow kisses at them, and I'm going to say, hey, season ticket holder, yeah. <laughs> you know? 
But in uh, Janelle, but that's what Jones, it's about. I mean, yeah. you know. Well, you take care of your people that do it. Yeah. We we. I can't wait. She said our names are on our seats too. I talked Absolutely. to Janelle yesterday, yeah. and so you know, of course, you're going to probably see a couple of snaps of that and a couple of pictures of that too. So uh, I can't wait, man. I'm telling you, I'd be right there in the shadow of the press box and hear Shane and know that Andy McKinney's up there working and everybody else that you have up there. Jackson Pass, you know, yes. working up Jackson's in the press back. box and. And then you do know, like, I, I'm going to get a beverage. I'm not going to, you know, I'll have a beverage and I'm going to look up at him and, <laughs> hey, guys, <laughs> you know, I can't wait, dude. I'm very excited about the season to be sitting with my friend Danny Rice and his family uh, to uh, sit with uh, Behind Your Pops. It's just going to be what a great season. It's going it's to be, be great. Well, thank you for getting up this morning You're coming welcome. in. I know it's a crazy time for you right now. Again, you look so sharp. I just, you know, that's, uh, it looks Nowhere good. Probably. There you go. Dude, you are the man. John Clements, thank you so much. I appreciate Thanks, you. Can't wait to see you guys tomorrow night. Okay? Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. There you go. Let's play the birthday game. We'll come back and wrap up today's show right after that. And now joining us this morning here on the Brian Hanks Show. Oh, wait a minute. I have uh, got the wrong thing there. Let us, uh, let's try this again here. It is Wednesday, April the 5th in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm sitting here with my dear friends, John Dawson. Hey. Jonathan Massey. Morning. Ah, yes it is. Yes it is. It's a great morning. You know why it's a great morning, gentlemen? No, Brian, why is it a great morning? Because I'm sitting here with my friends, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey. Oh, I thought someone else was showing up. <laughs> Well, no, uh, what we I do just, need to talk about I that just. we've not uh, really put out there into the ether, but uh, Jonathan Massey, our son, hit me with a challenge at the beginning of March. Do you remember what that challenge was? Brushing your teeth consecutively for a week? <laughs> he would have definitely lost that, that one. <laughs> Dude, I still hadn't done that one. Uh, uh, no. Ever. You don't have to tell me. <laughs> God. Yeah, hold on. There we go. Wow. <sighs> Yeah. Anyway, uh, no, he challenged me to uh, get up and be at the gym three straight weeks in a row, five days a week. Yes. Three weeks in a row, Monday through Friday. I got it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which entails me getting up at 4.30 in the morning. Yes. You know, going, having the morning constitution, taking the dog Didn't outside. Didn't need to know about the constitution. <laughs> taking the dog outside, drinking me a, you know, a bottle of water. You're over-explaining it. Eating a banana. Still over-explaining it. <laughs> and then being at the gym when they open their doors at 5. Sometimes right. I get there at 5.02. To be sometimes. clear, uh, eating a banana is a euphemism. <laughs> there you go. Wait a minute. Anyway, anything you want to add there, John? Again, over-explaining. <laughs> over-explaining. But, uh... As of this past Friday there, uh, Jonathan Massey, uh, your boy, your your adopted father over here uh, did it. I'm proud of you. I still, I'm still not sure how you did it because I know you. <laughs> um, but no, and honestly, say what you want. I don't know that you would have done it had you not had the. Uh, I agree with you. Because there were a couple of mornings there. There was one morning in particular in the, those 15 days. And ask our good friends, Al and uh, Miss Georgie. They'll tell you, there was one morning, it was raining cats and dogs. I mean, literally, there were puppies and kittens in my front yard. It was raining so hard, okay? Do I get one? Nah, not, I don't think so. Well, you could have just scraped the cats into the road. <laughs> God. Anywho, and I mean, I really didn't want to go. And I the thought passed through my mind, you know what? I'm just going to skip today. And I didn't. And the reason I didn't, Jonathan Massey, is because I could hear you guffawing. Or no, you wouldn't even guffaw. You would just, you know. So basically, you succeeded out of spite. 
Yeah. 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 That's, that's the only thing that kept me going. Yeah. was uh, not really spite, but it motivated me. I mean, and guess what? I've now been every day this week so far because, uh, uh, now he feels like if he doesn't do it, he's going to let himself down. Yeah. So, uh, I've let my, I'm like in the basement. I can't let myself down anymore. So, well, can I tell you the side effect of this too? And I've, this is the thing that I found and I'm not trying to do some freaking fitness BS or anything like that. But since March 1st, I've lost 11 pounds because I'm eating a little bit better, Mm -hmm. you know, because I feel guilty. You go and, you know, do laps or ride the bike and then take free throws. And I feel guilty if I come back and eat like a, like two sausage and egg biscuits and a thing of a biscuit and gravy and all that, you know? Just get one biscuit, drink some water. Let me tell you, this past weekend, when I, I worked at ECU all weekend, usually I would stop at uh, Hardee's and Aiden. Well, I've got a story for you about that that we can't do here on the air. Remind me when we get off the air and I'll tell you about that. But, uh, and I would get myself like, you know, two sausage and egg biscuits and hash browns, a big old thing of Sprite or something. Every day I just got one super sausage biscuit. Now there's a- just get a, <laughs> a normal sausage and egg biscuit. But that was it. A and super- a giant cup of water. Well, I always, but I bring my own water with me. Well, or, same uh, difference. Or uh, yeah. an Arizona green tea. Which- you don't have to start eating acorns, just kind of chill. That's what I'm doing. I'm eating half of what I normally eat, and I've lost 11 pounds. But, Let's bear in mind, too, I had a lot. I had a, a good starting spot. I mean, I was 240, and now I'm 229. So there you go. Lost 11 pounds. So thank you, Jonathan Massey. I guess my main point the whole thing is you, out of spite, like John Dawson said, <laughs> I had to do. So you're taking John and I to lunch tomorrow. Why do you keep right? adding people? Oh. I, he can go. Oh. <laughs> Well, Which, I thought that was part of the deal. Wasn't he buying your lunch, too? That's the way I understood that's it. That's the way oh, I understood yeah. <laughs> So should I cash in those Love breakfasts, <coughs> breakfasts Ooh. or? Ooh. I thought we doubled or nothing those and didn't stop. I think that's what I do. I, honestly, I think that's what happened. He got smart after you won like 20, the first 23 months or something like that. And then he did the, uh, I don't know, the, it's way beyond double or nothing. <laughs> it was. I'll, I'll pay for my own. Yeah. But if, if I'm going, he, yeah. he, he won't hit the last minute. He'll cancel anyway. So you, That's not safe. true. We're going tomorrow. We are going to have fun tomorrow. <laughs> there's, Thir- pre- there's precedent. Thursday. I do love one of the funniest things you ever did on Facebook was uh, when you had the empty chair sitting across from you. And you took a picture of what was your uh, little lunch with Brian Hanks. <laughs> there you go. That was the cut line on it. No show. I caught a lot of flack on for that. You know that, right? I remember <laughs> telling you that. I caught a lot of flack for that. I wonder that. why. <laughs> because everybody loves John Dawson, and no one can understand wow. why some. Well, yeah, would stand him up repeatedly. Yeah. So anyway, there you go. I wanted to thank you. We hadn't talked about it in the first couple of days this week. Jonathan Massey, I wanted to thank you for. Uh, no problem, but and I mean that for for yeah. inspiring me. You inspired me to do it, and here I am, eleven pounds lighter, and uh, and you I, want I, a my breath is actually sandwich. built up. I got to tell you, I'll tell you this, dude. I know I'm going to have a fried bologna sandwich, man. Oh God, I can't wait. It's so good. Mock all you want, I don't care. And I, they're getting a free ad here, Jason Bryant. So I'm sorry, but Harp and Deals. Uh, that's where we're going to go have lunch with uh, in downtown Kenston. You know where it's at, right? I'll find it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's in downtown Kenston. And, uh, man, they make the – it's a thick bologna sandwich. They fry that bad boy up. They put a big old piece of tomato, a big old tomato on this there. This seems like an odd meal to have after you're celebrating a weight loss. Well, dude, I mean, I still eat Kentucky Fried Chicken. You've had Kentucky Fried Chicken with me one day this week. Yeah. And I eat two big old hunks of that. 
But I'm eating better. I mean, I really am. I mean, here's what's crazy. I'm finding that, I, you know, I don't have to eat as much to get full. And, you know, and I've been Stomach down this road before. This has been my, this is my goal. I'm 229 right now, as we sit here right now. My goal, I want to be 195. And then when I get to 195, I want to stay at 195. So, um, the getting there part will be easy. The staying there part's the tough one. Oh, remember when I did this when I was doing Zumba and all that, what, six or seven years ago, and I got down to 199, and I was 199 for one day. And then I was like 200 the next day and went up and up. Here's what's crazy. I'm in the 220s for the, and I'm anal keeping up with my weight, and I have not even when I'm fat. Uh, it's the first time I've been in my 220 since October of 2018. So it's been four and a half years. So thank you, Jonathan Massey. I guess the main thing is thank you. I was 285 16 months ago. So what I need to do is offer him a challenge about not take, making statistics for everything. That should be the next goal. No, but I keep statistics and it's helping me right now. That's what helps me realize that you are uh, uh, tied one day to one right now with uh, Jonathan Massey this month. So whose turn is or it? You can or you can do something with him not playing rap on the show. Oh, that would be awesome. Well, there's not any today. You should be happy. We got three musicians today. First, we need someone needs to thank Jacques Passeleg. <laughs> yes, we do. And I believe, uh, Dawson, you won yesterday. Yes. So uh, it will be you thanking uh, Jacques Passeleg for sponsoring the birthday game. Jacques uh, runs Go Eco Office Automation. They sponsor this segment. His weight seems to be under control. He's a fairly, you know, lean. He's a good-looking man. Uh, well, okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say he had his weight under control. Potato, tomato. He also has business automation under control and business innovation. Well, something else that rhymes with innovation. Recreation. There. If you want to, if you want to play with your office equipment, he has equipment that can withstand any kind of game you want to play with it. That's how durable his product. Stimulation. Are. Back to you, Brian. <laughs> uh, come on, you got to have one, don't you, Jonathan? We're already over. I know we are. Not that I can say. Oh, so. what? No, it's, it's degradation. It's, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Well, not for this though. <laughs> I love you, John. Just let me know when it's over. It is. It's over okay. now. Hey, uh, if you want to get a hold of uh, uh, Jonathan Massey, if you want to get a hold yeah. of Jacques Passeleg, uh, how can you do that, Jonathan Massey? You can just uh, pick up the phone and dial 252. 252. 286. 286-286-53-53-54. Or you can visit his website at goeconc.com or whatisgoeco.com. I like it. I'm back, baby. You are back, baby. That is for sure. I tell you what. Sometimes I forget. <laughs> Damn, doggone it. I don't have the... I'm lapsed over into sometimes I remember. She was kind of a one-hit wonder. She had a couple of songs, though, uh, back Open in the 90s. Open up your morning light and say a little prayer for I. You know that if we Paula Cole? stay alive... That's amazing. What was this the theme song for? You some should know Dawson's this. Creek. Some WB show or something. Dawson's Creek. Dawson's Creek. Okay. That's what I'm saying. You should know. I never saw it. Well, but your name is John Dawson. I mean, if there was like a, a Hanks's Hotel or a Massey Mountain show, see Dawson's Creek, Massey Mountain. We would remember that. You don't remember? You never watched Dawson's Creek even Not though it was named second. after you. Not one second. Not one second of oh, okay. it. Okay. James, James Vanderbeek was a star. Was he the one with the big frying pan? Looked like he'd been hit with a frying pan face. Probably. Probably. Yeah, he, yeah, he looked like Frankenstein Jr. He scared me a little bit. <laughs> but he was a star of Dawson's Creek. What can I tell you? 
Okay, uh, this is I Don't Want to Wait by Paula Cole. I don't want to wait till this song is over. How about that? <laughs> oh, man, Family Guy had another one for this one. When Peter and Carter Schmidt were trying to, or when Peter and Carter Peter Schmidt were trying to make money, yeah, Peter did this as the theme song to their show, but he was misdoing the lyrics. He said, I don't want to wait. For my lunch to get colder, something, something, something new Toyota. That's awesome. She actually had uh, one more song that I know Where of. Where have all the cowboys gone? How do you know all this? That's that's a song he dances to on stage. Oh, okay. Oh, that's all when you're doing your adult shows. They... When I switch to this song, they go from ones to fives. God, that's pretty good. Where have all the cowboys gone? Do you remember the year? Oh, no. Just make a guess. You're, you're on fire. This 94. is the live version, I think. 1998. You're not far. 96. Okay. You're close. Oh, we split the difference. Yeah. What'd you say? 94. Oh, okay. I think Miss Cole didn't like to shave under the old armpits there. Yeah. Well, did you know she's... I went down a deep dive on her, you know, uh, finding out about her. She is now a professor at UCLA, and she has been since 2013, which nothing wrong with that. You know? Ten to one is women's studies. No, it's musical. It's like music studies, but uh, she's a professor at UCLA. I was going to say with her grooming habits, it was like a Bigfoot class or something. <laughs> she made a million dollars by a razor. I mean, really? Well, maybe that's a, a personal choice. You know, how I choose not to brush my teeth, I mean, that's a personal choice, so. Yeah, well, if you're going to do that and you're going to go on stage, you know, wear a long sleeve shirt. Okay. Just saying. Looks <laughs> like you got buckwheat in a headlock there. <laughs> you, you earned it. Yeah. There you go. Okay, uh, you won yesterday, Dawson. How old today is Paula Cole? Fifty-three. You say fifty-three. What about you over there, Mizzle? Fifty-four. Uh, she was born April fifth, nineteen sixty-eight. She's fifty-five today. Congratulations, there, uh, Jonathan Mizzle Massey. You get that one right. Uh, you like this band? I do not, uh, John Dawson. So we'll uh, third of never. No, I love third of never. What are you talking about? He knows one song. <laughs> That's not true. He's lead guitar. I, I'm not a Pearl Jam guy. Thank God. But I, I, was I like to... I like certain songs, but I don't. You know. Ugh. He's lead guitarist and co-founder of this band. It's uh, Eddie. Oh, lead guitarist. Yep, yep. Lead guitarist. That's Mike McCready. This is me saluting you. I Can mean, we play a different song. What do you want to hear? I'm not playing black because I got to tell you. I got you. Play Rearview Mirror. This was a B-side that they just mumbled and it became a radio hit for some reason. I kind of like it. I don't have a problem with it. It's just it's just it's Little Wing by Hendrix with different words. Is all it is. Not sure I've heard this. Rearview Mirror by Pearl Jam. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, uh, Mike McCready. Today is his birthday over there. Uh, uh, Jonathan Massey, and you've heard obviously Pearl Jam. You know who Pearl Jam is. Yeah. Overrated band. Totally overrated. But the people who love them. They love him. He's mad because of some. What did they do to you? They made fun of you two or something. No, no, it has zero to do with you two. Uh, in fact, in fact, to do with Eddie Vedder. I hate Eddie Vedder. 
I, I don't even know Mike McCready, but uh, I could probably stomach Mike McCready. Eddie Vedder, we've talked, you and I have talked about this for He's, 20 he, years. He, he interned at MTV and was trying to become a star, and then when he became a star, acted like he didn't want to be one. Ding, the ding, ding. Just like Kurt Cobain. I, I sitting here disagreeing yeah. with you. I mean, everybody acts like Kurt Cobain is the Messiah. He, he was getting ready to start a janitorial business and put it out. Well, that's you know. my thing about Pearl. Well, not well, necessarily Pearl Jam, but Eddie Vedder is that yeah. he tries to come across as this. We don't like the success, you know. We just want to, you know, if all we did was just go to a high school gym and and make music for two hundred people, then mm. I would be happy with that. Yeah, right. But that's what he tries to come across yeah. as, and he's nothing like you that. You think yeah. Kurt Cobain was going to start a janitorial business in before vid- he started? In the video for Smells Like Teen Spirit, you see the old janitor. That was kind of a nod to what he was about to start doing. Yes. Uh, he's right. Well, he supported a janitorial business at the end. <laughs> <laughs> can, you give him, can you give him two? That deserves two. There you go. I've never seen a problem that solved itself quite like Kurt Cobain. Mike McCready, how old is he today over there? Uh, Don, what can, there's nothing you really say other than, uh, yeah. I'm going to sit McCre- here and silently support him. <laughs> how old is Mike McCready today? 50, uh, 55. You say 55, I see where you were going there, but he's not 55. It's a good guess, so how old is Mike McCready? 54. <laughs> he, was bo- he was born <laughs> April 5th. 19, that's gonna, this is going to hurt, isn't it? It's up to you. <laughs> yeah. 1966. So he's 57 today. So uh, Fantastic. Yeah, you went the wrong direction. If you'd gone the right direction, then you got it. But uh, congratulations, Jonathan Massey. You are now up two to nothing. Mm. I like this artist coming up. I'm not sure you do, uh, John Dawson. And you get the first guess here. Yeah, da, 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 da. Oh, no, no, that's not the one I want to do. Hold on. Is it George Benson? It sounds like pentatonics. No, did you know I almost had a pen? Oh, for real. Yeah. This is the only song I know. It's a good song. I do. I like him, too. Well, the first one was him oh, and you know uh, Daft Punk. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Pentatonics did a cover of that. That's why I was thinking about that. You like pentatonics? I don't hate them. Linda loves them. Linda, if I ever get a chance to go see them in concert, I got to take her because she loves pentatonics. I can deal with them. What, yeah, what do you think? What do you think, John? I, I'm not against them. It's not my, You're neutral. my bag. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in terms of acapella stuff, I mean, they're super talented. They don't have any instruments. Yeah, I think the, I could stand that for about three songs and I would have to hit the road. So, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I think I would love to go see Pentatonics with Linda, John. This is a barbershop quartet, basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pharrell Williams over there, John Dawson. How old is he today? Uh, 50. You say. How about that? You got it right on the nose. He was born April 5th. 1973, which makes him 50 years old today. What would have been your guess over there, Mizzle? I would have said 51. I mean, even if you'd had the first If I was starting off, yeah, I would have said 51. Okay, well, 50. Well, you know what? You got to give your boy over here, John Dawson, some credit. Doesn't really know who Pharrell is other than this song, and he got it right on the nose. What a great job. You got to give him a little bit of credit there, don't you, Jonathan? John, you know what? I'm really, I'm giving you nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Don't most people just know him for this song? Yeah, he's got a couple others. He did something with Snoop. 
Like I say, don't most people just know him for this? So. Yeah, but this is. Have you ever seen the Weird Al? Crappy. <laughs> oh, it's great. Oh, it I is so awesome, and it's exactly like the video for Happy, except you know mm-hmm. how he mixes stuff in there. Dude, Weird Al, he's a genius, isn't he? I don't know if he's a genius. He's very funny. He's very funny. Okay, uh, our next two, you lead two to one, Jonathan Massey, and it's two dead people. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, hey, he was a U.S. Secretary of State from 2001 to 2005. He was the first African-American to hold the office of Secretary of State. He died in 2021 from COVID complications. It's Colin Powell. Colin Powell. Today, if Colin Powell were still alive, today would be or today is his birthday. So how old would Colin Powell be if he were still alive today, Jonathan Massey? 78. You say 78. What do you say over there, Dizzle? 79. You uh, you did good. He was born April fifth, nineteen thirty seven. He'd be eighty six today. I thought that was kind of wow. I, I did, mm. Exactly. I would have said I'd have lost to both of you on this because I would have said early seventies to mid seventies. Someone just, was moisturizing because he did not look that old. <laughs> yes, he was. How about this? You were down two to nothing, John Dawson, and you've rallied back to make it two to two. And now I'm deaf. <laughs> now you're deaf. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was me. Uh, That's good radio. It was okay. <laughs> Here is a good. Good one, man. Uh, she was born. It's another dead person. She was born Ruth Elizabeth Davis. She was a prolific and popular actress. She won two Academy Awards while being nominated for more than ten. But this is the part. Betty right. Davis. How did you know that? You said Davis. Yeah. Well, my last hint was going to be she was known for her amazing eyes. That would have been Kim Corns had uh, the song, yeah. That would have been amazing. But Betty Davis, she died in 1989 and kind of went down a little bit of a rabbit hole on her too, dude. She's, dude, beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I mean, beautiful in black and white photos, okay? Uh, so she, like I said, she died in 19... 19- Why would you be surprised if someone would be beautiful in a black and white You're color? right. I, it, it's the words were coming out of my mouth, I realized how stupid it was. Uh, you're, you're Mamie right. Van Doren. <laughs> exactly. But uh, Betty Davis, she died in 1989. So how was that? 33 34 years ago? 34 years 34 ago. years ago. Good Lord. It depending on what time of the year she died. Yep. So, uh, John Dawson, you're, you tied it back up two to two. You got the chance to win here. How old today is Betty Davis? 120. She would be, you say, 120. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 119. You are correct. Or not, she wasn't 119, but you're close. She was born April 5th, 1908. So, she would be 115 today. So, uh, congratulations, Jonathan Massey. You win what the day. a dump. <laughs> That was one of her famous lines. Oh. Okay. And what movie? She was, oh, never mind. That was a big, just oh, trust okay. me. I do. I trust you. I'll put a clip though. of her saying it after this. Okay. I would, I like would trust cross-eyed. you with my life, John Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> I really would. Why, why shouldn't I? <laughs> okay. Anyway, so uh, you win, Jonathan Massey, three to two. You now lead two days to one here in the month of April. Local birthdays here today. Cahadre Hooker, Jonathan Massey. I know you know Cahadre. Yeah, great South Lenore uh, alumna. Yep. Uh, went to NC State, played football in NC State, and then went to ECU and finished up his career there and is now making more money than the three of us. 
I have no Thanks, problem. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> yeah, no, I love Kyle man. Happy, he's been on the show three or four times. Happy birthday to him. And then uh, a beautiful girl that I went to uh, elementary school and high school with, Clarissa Prevett. Today's her birthday, too. So uh, happy birthday to her. Okay, uh, go ahead. Happy birthday to Kyle Hooker. And if today's your birthday here on Wednesday, April the 5th, have a great birthday. We'll see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by Goeco Office Automation. Rosa, you got back all right. I got back. How's your foot? Five. What a dump. <laughs> that was from uh, a Betty Davis movie. Uh, we found that clip at the, right there at the very end of it. So there you go. Hey. Guys, I got to tell you, I did not know if I was going to be able to make it through the show today, but you, uh, but our great guests and, uh, just the knowledge that I got all you great listeners out there supporting me <sighs> kept me going because I was going, I'm on fumes right now. I'm telling you on absolute fumes, but uh, listen, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, in our first hour to Junius Smith, the third, thank you to Scott Whittington. Uh, and then of course to Paul Skeens, uh, from LSU, Really appreciate that. And that was a fun first hour today. And then in our second hour here today, the all Clemens show, it's wood ducks Wednesday, John Clemens, the just awesome general manager of the down East wood ducks had him on. And then his dad, Greg Clemens, uh, had him on here too, at the very, uh, or uh, during the show too. So <clears throat> really enjoyed having them. Listen, tomorrow we're going to have Shane Albee on. Uh, he is the voice of the University of Mount Olive. We've already been messaging a, a little bit together with each other this morning, so can't wait to get his impression of uh, of what happened last night, the 12-4 to game between the University of Mount Olive and uh, the exhibition game between the University of Mount Olive and the Down East Wood Ducks. Uh, a lot of fun there. <clears throat> hey. Tomorrow is opening day. Down East Wood Ducks cannot wait to see all my friends out there, to see uh, Danny Rice, see Greg Clemens out there, to see Shane, everybody up in the press box, John Clemens, Janelle Bullock-Finch, everybody. It's just going to be a fun day. So, uh, listen, again, thank you, thank you, thank you so much to our guests. Junior Smith III, Scott Whittington, Paul Skeens, John Clemens, Greg Clemens on today's show. Uh, we're going to have, another, like I said, a great show for you tomorrow, too. Thank you so much for listening to today. Hey, see you out at LCC today, 2 o'clock baseball against arch rival Pitt Community College. Have a great, great uh, Wednesday. We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.